you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Training camp is... Kind of a, it's kind of a tough question. Training camp is hard work. Training camp is tough. Training camp gives the young guys an idea of what's to come for their career. Uh, but training camp, training camp is a blessing. Boom! It's the season finale of the Hard Knocks podcast presented by Around the NFL, the Detroit Lions. Another season in the books. Dan Hans is here. The tiny box to my tugboat. Tug box. Hey Colleen guys. Wolf. Tug box Tuesday. Tug box Tuesday. <laughs> Clear the road. Yes, that was the voice of Khalil Pimpleton. One of many compelling stories uh, that we followed along over the five episodes and what I thought was one of the better hard knock seasons we've had. Yeah. Um in uh for NFL films and HBO. So great job uh by the whole production and and I think this is the episode and this is a, a in the tradition of hard knocks, Connie. Episode five is the payoff. Mm-hmm. And it's especially the payoff for all of these young players, these underdogs. Do they make the team? They don't make the team. What happens next? And and you hear that like Khalil Pimpleton, perfect example, wide receiver. We talked about him on last week's show. The big drop in the preseason game, and the die had been cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet he catches on with the Giants on their practice squad. David Blau, the quarterback, he gets cut in a surprise move. He catches on with the Vikings, who claim him on waivers. It it felt to me, Colleen, like the 
like when you're in high school and you have your group of friends, and this is really uh-huh. a credit to the show because you get close and you feel like you're part of yeah. the team in a way. When your friends go off to college and oh. you're not all the pirates anymore, now you're you're all these different other your Gators and your you know Seminoles and you're this and you're that, and you just feel like oh I wish we were all still together. That's but that's just so not the sad. way life works. I know. Honestly, hard knocks. It's like where dreams are realized and then also broken and crushed. And you know you see that throughout the whole episode and throughout the whole series. And Dan, you're like a hard knocks historian, so you know the rhythms of you hard hear knocks. that, Dad? And you proud know, of me now, Dad? He's so proud of you at this point. <laughs> but I think with this season specifically. There are, I always fall in love with a few of the players because that's what Hard Knocks traditionally does. But I also have fallen so in love with the coaching staff and it's been a theme and we talk about it every single week. Um, So I think that this episode, the cuts episode, it cuts different because you're seeing the coaches emotional about it's just a montage to start of breakups with the cuts at the top of the show. And you can see, I think you can really tell a lot about people in general, but especially with the players. And I think for the coaches, this is important to see how the players react to being cut. Mm -hmm. And some of the guys, I'm sure they're all heartbroken about it, but you can see, for instance, Dan Skipper. I didn't even know he was on the team. I hardly knew you, Dan. I want to talk about Dan Skipper, yeah. And he was so upset, and he looked at them, and he said, "You know, is there anything else I could have done? And my heart just broke into a zillion pieces watching that. I want to, I want to say about, about that in particular, and some of this is kind of a conjecture because we don't know for sure, but Dan Skipper is not someone that we followed closely on the show. It might have been the first time he showed up on the show as far as I know in terms of getting any type of real camera time. He's an offensive tackle. And this came d- during a sequence where we're getting little bits and pieces of uh, the conversations between the GM, Brad Holmes, Coach Dan Campbell, and the players that were being let go. Tim Boyle, Devin Funches, Skipper, Bruce Hector, defensive end, Jared Davis. Um, and yes, that definitely resonated with me, the players and the things that they said. Um, and it didn't feel like it was coming from a place like they needed to say it. It was more like... I really like what you guys are building here. You you have respect. I think, uh, Bina, as they said, you're building yeah. a culture where men can be themselves. That's all real. I got that vibe. And I thought the skipper situation made me think about hard knocks. And if you if you follow the show long enough, there have been times in the past where hard knocks got some criticism for almost a voyeuristic look into this these cut downs and a brutality to it. I remember who, who was the cornerback of the Dolphins years ago, the, mm. uh, the 2012 season, I think it was, uh, when he got he learned he was being traded, I believe, and he says, oh, I need to call my grandma. And the GM, I think it was Jeff Ireland at the time, it was just kind of like a, a deeply personal moment, and you really felt for it. You felt, you felt for the player. Um, and Dan Skipper looked like, his his lip was quivering. I know. And when they first cut to him, then they come back, and you, all you get is him saying, "Anything I can do," and it made me think that this is like NFL Films purposely a softer touch here, and I respected it because mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know maybe ten years ago you get Dan Skipper in in that moment crying to the coach and the GM, and I think they made a concerted effort to kind of protect that guy in what was a really vulnerable moment. It so, completely pulled at my out. heartstrings and. I was also thinking to myself, if you are Dan Campbell, if you are Brad Holmes, 
what do you do when you get home from work that night or those two, however many days that they're having those conversations? Because you can see how much it wears on Dan Campbell, even when the director of player engagement walked up to him on the field and asked him, how you doing? And he responded, you know, if it doesn't hurt, then you got to get out of this business and I'm doing better than yesterday or two days ago. But there's so much emotion involved. And specifically for a guy like I think Dan Campbell, I'm sure everybody feels this way, but he really became attached, I think. And you could see how he would become so attached to the, the players that he has to say goodbye mm-hmm. to. So that is, it's definitely an emotional roller coaster. Football, Dan, you know? I did, yeah, and it was, by the way, Vontae Davis. I just want to get mm. that right. Uh, when Joe Philbin told him he was traded, he said, I want to call my grandma. Uh, that, it is so, it's so human, these moments. And like you're saying, like Campbell and the staff have, you know, the players trust them. And mm-hmm. you could you could see that. And even if they make a decision that they're not going to be part of the future, um, they respect that they got this opportunity. So I thought that was, you know, it's not easy to watch. And Campbell at one point, I, I wish I knew who the woman's name was. I but, know. I didn't write it down right away. Right. That that is that shows, again, that this isn't just, you know, whatever. You don't even think about it anymore. It's it sticks with him and it, and it hurts. I was also thinking, too, just how difficult it must be to be a bubble player and a journeyman in general, because watching Pimpleton take the news and he took the news so well. So it made me wonder, was he just like burying his disappointment? Did he expect it? Is that just his natural disposition? He was almost like buoyant. He was happy. And I was like, that was to me, I would be way closer to where Dan Skipper was. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Or, and you've seen it in past years. And again, notable, you did not see it, at least in anything we saw guys that would be pissed. Yeah. And, and you could tell there was some bad blood and bad energy over feeling like they were not getting um, recognized in the way they should have. You don't sense that at all here. There, there was no contentious moments when they were having these conversations. It was kind of a loving, like you said, like a softer touch. You could, you could sense that for sure. But, you know, one of the other things that I was thinking about, not just with Pimpleton, but also with David Blau, when – we saw him at the end of the episode warming up with the Vikings and it just looked so lonely because we had seen him mixing it up with all the other players in Detroit and he's been there for a minute and he's had some moments. And then all of a sudden he was like a total stranger on the field to all of these new teammates. And imagine then just starting over, trying to fit in, trying to prove yourself when you're a guy that is on the bubble. Like that has to take so much confidence and so much perseverance to just continue forward. Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. They show him sitting in that after the surprise cut and Blauhard Nation were all together in this and Mm -hmm. and best of luck to him. He made, I think, what was a wise decision for a fresh start and being behind Kirk Cousins in Minnesota – um, but you see him, you see Sudfeld and he doesn't even have the licensed gear, right? Nothing. And then you think like, man, these guys have gotten clearly so close through spring, through training camp. Uh, and Sudfeld's like playing from behind in terms of like being a part of the team, but hopefully, you know, it's a long season. We've, we never played the game. We don't know what it's like in the locker room during the regular season. But I feel like – I'm sure the, it's like how it is at like yeah. many other places. You're like, who's the new guy? What's this guy exactly, about? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that was – that to me is what this episode was about, kind of this full circle of what we've been tracking 
all season long, mm-hmm. um, which is this is a close team that has a lot of respect for the coaching staff. And I, I'm going to save some some of that conversation for our MVP voting, which, oh. by the way, let's not forget what's going on today. Gravedigger behind the glass, Justin Graver. The vector voting system. Oh, my God. It's all been building to this. I'm so nervous. So we're going to cast our episode five MVP votes, uh, first, second, and third place votes, and then we're going to find out definitively the Hard Knocks MVP. Give me a little horn there. Or scream. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? That was Pim. That was, was it? Oh, Pim, Pim. Uh, How about, yeah, let's get the lady scream. It's good. It's really good. It's good. It feels good. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, what else did we like? Uh, should we talk about Eminem? Is it time to talk about Eminem? I mean, I never thought. I, I never really knew that this was going to come up. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for the ep- at the Eminem episode. Yeah. And here we are. So I guess we have to I'm, talk about it. Yeah, let me start by okay. I'm going to take an L on this because we can't like pump Dan up, pump up Zeuser as the historian of Hard Knocks, when we haven't been kind of banging the drum about what we haven't seen yet, it's become like a tradition to have some type of celebrity show up at camp. Uh, Kendrick Lamar famously, I think, showed up at Rams camp a couple of years ago. Not the first time either. And so now Marshall Mathers, he of Eight Mile Road in Detroit. <laughs> eight Mile Road. And, you know, like... It's crazy because I'm a little older than you, Colleen. But I, when Eminem came out, like in the late '90s, that was it. Like he was, he was a force. uh, And also, he was with Dre, so like Dre gave him like a ton of credit too, just like street credit. Yeah, he was at the center of the universe, not just in hip hop, but like in the world. Like Mm -hmm. he was like the biggest star in the world. And then I was wondering with some of these guys, like the younger guys, I guess he's more just. He's kind of a legend, a hip-hop legend, and I know the Super Bowl probably went a long way in in terms of exposing him, the Super Bowl halftime show, to an audience and a younger audience. Um, But to see him on the field, it was just kind of surreal. Yeah. Because we, you know, we're, and Colin, you're a big hip-hop fan. I don't know where you stand on Eminem. Maybe Mm, that will be I I loved him when I was younger, and then it kind of started to fade First two albums were pretty special. And then I was kind of out. But to see him, like, Talking to Dan Campbell was weird. How about the Jared Goff? Oh, I love it. Jared, Jared Goff, our friend, the uh-huh. man with the clothing line. Uh-huh. JG. Now in a conversation with Eminem. Let's listen in. You're a lot taller than I thought you'd be. <laughs> I, get, I get that quite a bit. Well, good. It's good yeah, to meet man. you. I'm glad to, you too. You can make it out here. It's fun to see you. Absolutely. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Likewise, your man. Support. I get that quite a bit. Oh, that's that, rough. People think he's a lot smaller than he is, Jared Goff. That electric tough. Goff uh, charisma. <laughs> charisma. I have to say, like, is this the last time, you know, as we're closing the door on another season and on the first season of the Hard Knocks podcast, will NFL Films get another crack at Jared Goff? I mean, the never fourth time, never. was it the charm or are we going for five? I I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it at this point. We've got way more golf than I ever thought we would have. So one of my favorite moments with Eminem was when Aubrey Pleasant, who is the DV coach for the Lions, walked over, shook his hand. It's like, I'm from Flint, Michigan. The handshake. Hardcore dap up. We had to rewind and count a 12-second handshake. All right, let's, let's count it out. 
Matt. How you doing, bud? My name is Aubrey. Yeah. I'm the DB's coach, pass game coordinator, man. I'm from Flint, Michigan, originally. So. Oh, where? It's awesome. I'll be back all day. All day. That's dope. Thank man. you for being How long here. How long are we going to do this? It means I'm going to keep going. Maybe more. No, Thank you, man. bro. Absolutely. Thank you, man. The longest handshake ever. And it was like a, also just kind of a strange, strange handshake too, to be that long. It was going up like and they, down. It was, like, it was a weird thing, but it, you know, I thought it was cool because Marshall Mathers is in Eminem. That's, that's a big star. And I think it was a nice little thing, probably for the players to see somebody it was like adorable. that. Yeah. I loved it. They were geeking out. Yeah. I think even Goff said, he was like, he's like one of those guys. Hey, dude, you see Eminem? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. He might be on my list of like holy shit. Yeah. Who's on your list of holy shit? Hmm, there's a lot of people. Yeah. Is there uh, somebody that Brent, stands out? Uh, Brett Goldstein from he plays Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's I mean you just asked. <laughs> Anybody in the world? Uh, he's on the list. Brent Goldstein. He is square from on the Ted list. Ted Lasso. Yeah, I love him. I love him. Ask, yeah, John knows all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not overly familiar with the show, but that, maybe that it should was, be. I was not. I was not. Um, you asked. Yeah. I delivered. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Brett Goldstein. Yeah. Um, all right. So Eminem, he makes his appearance. Uh, and, you know, one thing, another thing that we talked about, we were waiting. We we're waiting for the segment when the players go to visit Detroit. And, mm-hmm. you know, what are we what were we asking for? All season. I have it written down Cars. here. Cars. I said, a visit downtown that pays homage to the Detroit music scene, soul, blues, hip-hop, garage, rock, and then here in big caps because it was a big deal to you. Cars. I needed cars. I needed more cars. Didn't get any. I got a couple guys, like, throwing tires around. That's it. But we got we got a trip to the art museum for cool. um, Amon St. Brown. We also got, this was wild, uh, Rodrigo, who, by the way, is going to be the starting linebacker for the Lions, yeah. I believe. Uh, he is at a cowboy store. Um, I don't know what. I didn't know Detroit has cowboy stores. I guess they're everywhere. Is it called a cowboy store? I don't Maybe even a know. a Western shop? A West- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a cowboy store. I have no idea. I am uh, from New York. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, his quads and those jeans um, and the hat and the boots, it looked like he was wearing a Halloween costume. It was really, really funny, that entire scene. Also, the fact that Rodrigo is the second most requested jersey. Is that yes. what we heard during Let's the episode? Let's talk about that. Again, The when we try to figure out how the Lions are going to do this season and whenever you watch Hard Knocks, you're trying to you always get talked into that team being way better. When you hear something like that, and and I loved it. I even liked the trip to the Cowboy store yeah. because I thought it was a nice button on the Rodrigo story. I learned about boots, ostrich boots, ostrich or a boots, thing. Yeah. I had no idea. Like that was I great. I have ostrich boots. Do you? No, yep. you? no, you don't. I have ostrich boots. I what? bought my freshman year of college at the University of Texas. Oh, Lots of Cowboys down there. Do you have multiple pairs of boots? I have two pairs of boots. What's but, the other one? Just regular. Oh, you don't want to know about the other pair. Leather. I don't know. Regular. <laughs> yeah. The cowboy stores in Texas. Got it. You don't have to tell me that there's cowboy stores in Texas. Uh Even Nashville. Makes sense. One of the biggest ones is called Justin's Boot Company. Well, you know, you're bringing everything back to the Justin cowboy thing. That's great. You're on the radar. (laughs) That's great, Justin. Um, But up in Detroit, didn't know uh, that that was going to be the way. But no, my point being that Rodrigo having the number two selling jersey won. I love it. I love it. It's such a great um, tribute to Lions fans who are A, way into hard knocks. And I hope mm-hmm. you guys are listening to the show. That'd be a nice little yeah. connection. Uh, and two, that 
you know, the Lions still have a long way to go if Rodrigo has the number two selling jersey. Well, he's very popular right now, and he's he so likable as we hit the on, franchise. <laughs> as we hit on, though, he has this like great, genial. Like he's easy to root for. Like they always say, it's like you have an open face. Like you, you are someone who looks like a good person, endearing, charming. Like, and he has this like lightness, this brightness about him. Yes. So, um, you know, someone that goes, you know, will go nameless. That was watching the show with us today. It wasn't me. It by was the not way. you. You're a married woman, but was charmed by the man mm-hmm. on a different level. And I said, listen. I, that's not about me. That's it's a professional environment. This is a professional environment. Okay, it doesn't unless it involves Mike McCarthy, Zaddy. <laughs> I don't talk about that stuff. <laughs> right, right. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we are going to hear the Liv Schreiber quote of the week. Yes. Uh, that's not from Liv Schreiber. We're going to do our episode MVP voting. We are going to get our final MVP results for who is the Hard Knocks MVP. And then maybe a little surprise at the end. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how lucky we were to have you guys 
This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. We are in the home stretch now, the Hard Knocks podcast. And what a ride it's been, Connie. One of our favorite aspects of the show has been the Liev Schreiber, the narrator, of course, of Hard Knocks, yes. quote of the week. And we don't have access to Liev Schreiber's vocals. He's busy. He's busy. But what we do have access to is Jason Zumwalt, the new voice of the Around the NFL podcast, mm-hmm. a longtime close friend of mine, one time roommate in the Hollywood Hills. There's a lot of stories between me and Zumwalt, uh, but he has done great work all season. We thank Jay for it. Now, we gave him, we're going out with a real challenge with the Schreiber quote of the week because the one that we're giving him this week includes, um, uh, (laughs) I don't know how to put this. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. Thank you. Mm. That you do not typically hear in the history of Hard Knocks from Schreiber. So, again, Jason isn't hearing this and then doing an impersonation. He's just getting the text. So I told him to workshop it. Yeah. Feel the room. Feel out the vibe. And uh, here's what he came back with. Today, Eminem is going for mmm, mmm. He's providing lunch for the lions. Today, Eminem is going for mmm. He's providing lunch for the lions. Today, Eminem is going for mmm. He's providing lunch for the lions. Then I said, I said, Jay, you know, he sent the first batch and I, I said, Jay, I want you to really explore the space and um, don't. Th- this is a trust tree. You just like let it all out. Whatever's left, whatever, whatever onomatopoeia is left inside your body. Release, release it. it on this last episode, the finale of the Hard Knocks podcast. Let's listen in. Today, Eminem is going for. Mm. Oh, oh, God, no. He's providing lunch for the lions. <laughs> it's definitely not about food. Today, Eminem is no, going for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's providing lunch for the lions. Oh my God. Today, Eminem oh. is going for. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. He's stop. providing lunch for the lions. <laughs> Oh my God! Hold on a second. The last two it was like a dragon. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um. Wow. He is an incredible voice talent. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen next year if we're doing this podcast next year, and I hope we are. It's going to be Jay that's on HBO's Hard Knocks, and we're going to have Liv Shriver doing the voice You're here right. at this rate. You're right. We know people are listening. Wow. I love that he really like. He went in pretty hard on the, mm-hmm, uh, but then like really just brought it right back light and you sort sounded of jovial. Uncomfortable even saying, I don't mm-hmm. even want to, I don't think I can say it anymore. I think that Zumwalt just killed it for me forever. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Okay. Anything else that we wanted to get in there before um, we get to the MVP voting for episode five? The only thing is, uh, I thought the Van Gogh room was really cool. I know you mentioned uh, it yes, with the yes, yes, yes. Amon Ross St. Brown and his family, and his mom is German, so she was... Oh, yeah. Let's listen to some German. That's yeah. what, that language is wild. Oh, here's the Blume, the Sonnenblume, the berühmte Sonnenblume. 
Kennst du die? Du kennst sie gar nicht. Doch, die ist berühmt. Von wo? Aus vom Postern. Guck mal, sogar die, die Vögel fliegen da rum. Great the Germans. Translate. Uh, the... <laughs> Good, great job, Graeber. <laughs> hey, man, he thinks on his feet. He's an improv man. Um, <laughs> yes, German is um, not necessarily one of the love languages, I would say. It's a little bit more it's abrasive. It's got a to it. Um, it's got a little... Mm, yeah, like anytime I've been in a German airport, if I'm like flying through, like the German, the German police always like frighten me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there's some reasons there. Maybe. Yeah, I guess, um, I guess you're all right. right. Now, I want to get out. Craig Craig Reynolds, by the way, making the team. Yes. Is is he in your... No. Okay, good. Yep. So I want to talk about Craig Reynolds. Mm-hmm. What A great story, Reynolds. We, we've talked about it. His uh, older brother in prison has never seen him play. He makes the team as the final running back, and I thought that was really cool. And I, I thought that, um, you know, he's a dude that you could tell... That's not an act with uh, Dan Campbell. They're looking for a certain type of player Mm -hmm. because when they're doing the final evaluation and they're trying to decide uh, between him and the other running back and they're, they're looking for a certain type of player. And I thought that was just interesting. So good for Craig Reynolds making the team. Um, What about Chase Lucas? Chase Lucas, the other one, rookie seventh rounder out of ASU. Mm -hmm. He famously, at least in our world here, dropped an interception in the preseason opener. And uh, I just got speaking of like hip hop giants, I kept on getting a vibe of like the young college dropout Kanye oh. where he, he's young, yeah. and, but he's brash and confident, but also doubts himself a lot. Keeps on going up to the coach and asking, do you think you do? You, how do you think I'm doing? And then, yeah. then he'll come up to the coach later in the day and says, hey, I think I'm going to be great. Like that's very like he's trying very yeah. hard and maybe he can say less and that would probably help him a little bit but I did find it like so endearing when they showed the shots of him sitting on the field reflecting after their scrimmage and you could see him kind of taking it all in and really just like he was crying at one point just because he was so happy to be there and that's when you can see just how how much this means these opportunities mean to players like Chase Lucas very cool very cool Mm -hmm. all right let's uh, now get into our episode MVP voting uh, do you want to get going this time? I will. Third okay. place vote. So third place, we've already talked about him. Um, Can and- I do an honorable mention first? Yeah. <clears throat> and again, this is the vector voting system. So it's a weighted system. And the votes today for this episode could determine who is. And there's no first, second in place for Hard Knocks MVP. It's, it's just, just one. It's just the one. But I do want to give a shout out. Great job. Always NFL films with the music that they choose mm. for this show. And they did an excellent job with uh, some of the Motown classics. And you definitely got that vibe of the city through the music. And you and I were vibing out hard to Someday We'll Be Together Such by Diana Ross and the Supremes. Listening to it in the studio before we start, it starts as like, well, that's If by Janet Jackson, the sample. So we were, you know, we were enjoying our music. We we're, we're into the music. Honorable mention, NFL Films Music Department. Yeah. I mean, really, they are the true MVPs. And NFL Films is the MVP of all of this. Um, But my third place vote Mm -hmm. goes to Khalil Pimpleton. I And and you know what? Like, it kind of tracks because so many of my votes are for people that are no longer with the or never have been with the Lions. Are you tabulating back there, Justin? I hope he is. Oh, yeah. So, Pimpleton, just following him... 
you know, he gets cut and then he goes to the Giants and he talks about he kind of showed a little bit more emotion and realness when he was doing his workout with the with the Giants. And you could tell like he he really, really knew that that could be the end. And so it was like a little bit of a different side of him, I felt like. I got pimped, too. Third yeah? place vote. I, oh. I, you know, he kind of won me over when we first met him and he was just the juggler and he was um, and uh, his his personality didn't quite connect with me right away. Uh, but the more we learned about him, especially the way he carried himself yeah. after he got cut, um, really just, you know, just a guy that was still upbeat despite this, you know, terrible setback in his career. And then by the time they show him at the Giants training camp, which I love that it takes us there as well, mm-hmm. not a training camp, but a, a private workout, and he drops the first couple of balls, and it's like, come on, dude, we're rooting for yeah. you. So then when he turns it on and then gets the, the contract to be on the practice squad, you know, him reaching out and calling his family, and you see that. Um, uh, just nice. It was nice. I was happy for him. It like, really was. He clearly has a strong support group, and that's what these bubble players really need. When he calls his family, he calls his former coaches, and you can hear right, his high school coach. That yeah, was cool too. and like you, it kind of backs up what you think about him. Like you, you think that you kind of have this guy figured out, like his character, and then when you see the people that are there for him in his low moments, then you kind of know that he is a good person. That's also. Um, something in Hard Knocks that wasn't really a part of the show 10 years ago that mm-hmm. now is a big part of the show, FaceTiming. Yeah. And you get to see not just you, you don't hear the mother or the loved one on the other end of the line. You actually see them. And, and it's just cool. It's like a nice little personal touch. It feels real because it is. All right. Second place. Your second okay. place MVP episode five. Second place going to 44 starting linebacker now. We got Rodrigo. Ah, very yeah. good. I mean, very I good. am. I will say, I'm a little worried about him walking into the stadium with those jeans and his quads. Like he might not make it. I hope there's like a good amount of spandex in there, but he definitely won me over. And I feel like he is just such a a fun, positive storyline and vibe in this whole season. He was deserving to get the leaves the facility and goes somewhere fun and does... To the Cowboys store. Yeah, he goes to the Cowboys <laughs> store, which is in Detroit because there are a ton of Cowboys. There maybe, probably are. Maybe there are. I mean, there's I a lot know. of rural areas in M- Michigan. I'm sure Cowboys are rampant there. So we're just going to back off. Let us off. know. Let us know. Don't. How about this? We already took the L. I'm sure there are a ton of Cowboys. In Michigan. Okay. Honestly, when I go out to eat, everyone's like, Rodrigo, Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, I, that. I do. I really like him. And, and I loved your comment about him having an open face and and uh, good dude. Not my vote, though. I want to give my second place vote to Aaron Glenn. Ooh. Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, is going to be a head coach in our league. I am certain of it, in fact. Uh, Last time I felt this way, it seems crazy now, but it was the Marvin Lewis um, Bengals, and their coordinator was a man uh, that later, you know, didn't have such great luck, Hugh Jackson, Mm -hmm. uh, with the Cleveland Browns. But I remember in that season being like, wow, he connects with the players, the way he carries himself, it just seems like a dude that, that that's in his plans. And maybe in Hugh Jackson's case, maybe he had already been with the Raiders. I can't I can't remember for sure. But here we are now, and I think Glenn 
is one big step up from this defense away from getting interviews in January. And I thought it was interesting when he's the D.C., right? And that moment when Dan Campbell is trying to figure out what to do with the last running back spot, he confers with Glenn and they talk. And it's a collaborative effort between the two. And Glenn says that I'm a Reynolds fan, Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds makes the team. So it's like kind of like a – JFK and RFK talking at the Oval Office type yeah. thing. And Glenn, I think just the way he's carried himself, he just seems like a guy that you want as the leader of men and a great coach. I thought it was really fascinating to watch the coaches try and figure out how they were going to cut down their own personal lists to kind of present to yeah. Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. Because we That's got a, a couple we got a couple little glimpses of that, of the coaches alone without like the the big guns in there and the guys telling deuce like come on you're in front of dan and brad what are you gonna do like so that that i thought was interesting but aaron glenn just in general you can tell that he's not trying too hard he's not putting on any type of act like that is just exactly who he is and his players love him and you know the nfl does not have a great record with hiring blackhead coaches aaron glenn is a guy that absolutely feels like he should be taken seriously when those interview processes begin. But they first have to deliver that season that we hope they're going to have, which is improvement and the defense getting better. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I think Glenn definitely deserves consideration for the big chair. Your first place vote. And now now it's getting down to the nitty gritty. This carries a lot of weight. It does. And that's why I actually switched my my votes around a little bit right before this, because this is the final one. And it could really just like put one over the edge, just like when it says, all right, who's who from your position group is getting cut. You can't do this willy-nilly. Yeah. There are people's lives on the line right now. Who is the most valuable person in this entire series? Who could this series – who would sink this series if they weren't on it? Jared Goff. (laughs) Oh, I thought you said who sinks the series because they're on it. Well, yeah, that could work too. (laughs) This series does not work nearly as well. I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. Without this one man. I like it. Keep going. And his man, his name, not his man. His you name. were so close. I'm so tired you were right so now. This close. is our third podcast together today. Oh, my God. Oh, you were, you were building up so well. I was. But it's not too late. I was. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. And this man. <laughs> this all stays in the show. <laughs> his name is Dan. It's his me. Name oh, because of all Dan the years of covering Campbell. the. Oh. And let me tell you why, because he really, 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 he got me with the final line of the episode. Hang on, I'm scribbling right now because I had Colleen Wolf as first place. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, but, you got to take that yeah. out now. The, the last line in the entire episode. Oh, this is one of my favorite Hard Knocks moments ever. <laughs> and I, before we play it, I want everyone to know, I asked Justin to leave everything in. It's so long. Because just... The emotion on this man's face, and I know this is an audio medium, but you need to understand he gets asked a pretty simple, what you expect a documentary filmmaker to ask at the end of a training camp. Mm -hmm. And instead of just saying the first thing that comes to his mind, you could see the world, like the universe flash before his face, and he gets emotional. Mm -hmm. Let's listen. And the last one, the 2022 Detroit Lions will. Um, (laughs) 
and they do a great job here. They get tight on his face, and you can see oh. he's searching for he the words. He truly is. Oh. Deep sighs. Yeah. This man cares. And he looks like he's getting choked up while yes. he's sitting there. Because I think he's thinking of the options. And maybe he doesn't like any of them. It's all overwhelming. But he still hasn't answered. Not yet. This is all how it happened. Danny, you there? He's, I think he's breathing still. Well, that's good. But still uh, nothing. This is where I would kick his chair. Like, hey, <laughs> um, we got to get out of here. We have a hard out. number of ways I can go with that. <laughs> okay. All right. So now, but okay. there's more. The 2022 Detroit Lions will be the team that can and will. And that's it. The team that can. And you could say after getting (laughs) a 60-second window to think of what to say that you may say that's underwhelming, but no, that's real Mm -hmm. because he believes it, and that's why he's also my first place vote for this episode. Yes. No way. And I think that might take some of the drama out because, God, what would we be doing wrong? But let's see where the vector voting comes down. Yes. Third, second, first place. Where did we come down? It is time to announce the Hard Knocks MVP for 2022. Justin, you've done the tabulations. It is time. <laughs> there was also a medieval jousting in Detroit. Ooh, That's still going on. That's really? true as well. That's good. All right, in third place with 30 points in the vector voting system. I love it. Look at all that pile of points. Deuce Staley. Uh, You know what? Deuce deserves it. Round of applause for Deuce. Deuce. I mean, he backed it up. He was so good in so many of these episodes. I'm very happy he placed. He's on the medal stand because another guy, if I'm going to throw roses at the feet of Aaron Glenn, Deuce Staley also opened some eyes, I hope, a star in the league because he's another guy that has passion. He's fun to be around, mm-hmm. and he knows how to coach ball and connect with people. So, In second place, <laughs> okay, yep, <that's> you. <laughs> with 37 points, mm-hmm. Rodrigo, Malcolm hey, Rodriguez. All right. Look at him. And again, round of applause, yep, Rodrigo. We love Rodrigo. You know, I think Rodrigo, absolutely the – a cornerstone of this show, this very special series, Hard Knocks, going back to 2001, is the stories of these underdogs. And Rodrigo is absolutely one of them. And we've learned so much about him and his family and his journey and how great he played. Uh, yeah, so the trip to the Cowboys store, I feel like, was, in a way... Earned. Earned. And I'm not saying it's as high an honor as being second place in the Hard Knocks MVP voting, but it's a pretty nice one, too. Yeah, I think that he endeared himself to not only his teammates, but to clearly all of the fans who want his jersey. And I just remember that episode where, was it Kelvin Shepard, who's the linebackers coach? I think so, who was kind of laying into all of the other linebackers and being like, this guy is beating you. Who, who even is this That's guy? That's how we started, basically. yeah. And it was like, oh my God, lay off Rodrigo. He's I'll just doing a nice job. I'll tell you who this guy job. is. Yeah. He's, he's, a cow- he's an urban cowboy, and he's the starting <laughs> linebacker for the Detroit Lions. And he is our second place MVP. That is awesome. All right, so 
That leaves us with just one more name. Well, I think we did it. I think we did. It is now time. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2022 Hard Knocks MVP in a runaway landslide is... Dan Campbell with 93 points. It was actually mathematically impossible for Dan Campbell to not win going into this voting. Absolutely. that Again, we nailed this. Wow. And I think it's a credit to the vector voting system that this all played out, I think, the way it should have played out. I'm happy with it. Obviously, Campbell was the star. He's one of the great stars in the history of this show. Uh, Well-earned. And I think, even though this is the first year of the vector voting system, 93 points is going to be it's going to be like Wilt's 100. Exactly. I think it's going to be very difficult for anyone to be that big a star um, the way he was in this show. I don't know how anyone could even touch that. I, you can't. You, no one will even come close. Dan Campbell is a character. He is like just a fountain of youth in terms of quotes. They just like keep coming. And and I love it. I love all of it. I'm buying everything we that Dan it. Campbell is selling. And a special thank you to Graver who tracked this and probably did the math right. We're not going to double check. Yeah, we're not but doing I that. I just assume you nailed it. So Thanks. Appreciate your help. Uh, Trust. Not just, uh, not just uh, today, but the entire run of the Hard Knocks podcast, because I think we're coming to the end now. I think Any so. Any final thoughts you want to share? You know, I would like a grit hat um, because we got the, the got, Hard Knocks shirts and those are lovely. Got the shirts. Wait so a second. So thank you. But I think there was one other yeah, thing, Yeah, we got the right? shirt. We got the merch. Uh-huh. We got the tabulations. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there was one more thing. I can't. What was it? It's. It was something. It wasn't a car, was it? Wait a second. Sean <gasps> Kelly, our producer, walking oh, with oh yeah Detroit style pizza. Oh my yes. god! Look at that. Yes. Beautiful. We'll get a shot of that pizza. We got. We got the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You got that. I'll, I'll wow. Look at okay, that. Okay, this looks Un- delightful. Unbelievable. I've never had Detroit-style pizza. What is it? I'm a pizza snob. I, I don't know, but it looks good. It's not like deep. It's not quite deep dish. Nope. But, it's, but it looks like it's got some sauce um, on top of the cheese, which mm-hmm. is different. It's got it. Yeah, it's, it's got thick. It's a little thicker, but it's not casserole Chicago deep dish right. style. All right. So, so we're going to enjoy it. Love it. Uh, Colleen, myself, Sean Ooh. Kelly, Justin Graver, our producer. Thank you again to everyone for following along with this um, show and this podcast. And remember, Colleen, if you like Colleen and I doing podcasts together. <laughs> there's more. There's more. The Power Rankings podcast is going all season uh, wherever you get your podcast, mm-hmm. please subscribe, star, all of it, rate, leave comments. Shout out to Buddy's Pizza in Detroit for oh, providing. Wait, this yes. is from actual Detroit. This was shipped from Detroit. What? Oh my God! Heated up in the cafe here upstairs. <laughs> John Kelly's about to drop it on the floor. Can you imagine? <laughs> All right. Again, we're going to now eat Detroit-style pizza. Thank you to the Detroit Thank Lions. You. And MVP Dan Campbell for a memorable season. Can't wait for next summer and another season of the greatest sports documentary uh. that has ever existed. Until then. We love you, NFL Films. Doesn't matter if you have one butt cheek and three toes. Yes. We're with you. Take you there. <laughs> Later. Give me some of this pizza. Peace.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.